Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Loveline, episode 428 from May 20th, 1997, a Tuesday night show with guest Sneaker Pimps. Finally, this long sought-after show has been restored to the archive. It's nearly complete, with only the last 30 to 45 seconds of the goodbye segment missing. This episode has been lost to time since May of 1997. It's freshly transferred from the Kevin tapes, and now we all get to hear it 17 years later. Pretty big deal. This is the episode that Adam and Drew have built it up to be, along with the clips that were played on episode 429 with Margaret Cho, kind of implied. Ben and Liam does take issue with Dr. Drew, some of it off-air, some on-air, and it does ultimately lead to another one of these infamous UK band incidents. And now we all get to relive it for the first time in nearly two decades. This is a classic show. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. And if you'd like to check out more of my work, please see SuperfanGiovanni.com. Mahalo, and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Loveline's meant for an adult audience. Loveline may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right, it is true. It is us. It is Loveline. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician. He's also an addiction medicine specialist. Howdy! I'm looking for uh, some sort of signature calling card to sign on uh, with each night. So, so when you don't have anything to say, you can just yeah. launch into that. We've went squeal. into that. Yeah, yeah. Garrett Top's got the ow, or uh, Polly Shore's. Uh, wait a minute, Polly Shore's got the ow. Uh, maybe it's the inflection. The point is, is I need something to fall back on. I don't repeat myself that much. Uh, I don't have like a joke catalog. I'm surprised you don't come up with like a long belch or something. That would be sort of your. I'm. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can work up a fart yeah. uh, later on oh, in the show. Okay. Oh, All right. Uh, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Uh, fly low and avoid the radar. <laughs> 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 All right. The Sneaker Pimps are going to be in here uh, tonight. Uh, new band uh, getting a lot of airplay from uh, England. This is their uh, debut CD. And uh, people are buzzing about this band. Sort of uh, once in a while, well, not once in a while, um, quite often these days. I don't want to take anything away from the sneaker pimps, but uh, bands come out and they have a unique sound, and uh, the sneaker pimps definitely have that, a nice mixture, and uh, people are sort of uh, getting on board with this band. So uh, we have them first uh, here on Loveline, as usual, thanks to uh, the uh, work of the beautiful producer, Anne, who's uh, always... Uh, she... Uh, I saw her giving oral sex to a publicist uh, the other day just to book a guest. And uh, it, was, uh, uh, it was one of the neighbors from Small Wonder, too. So, and the point is, is she will do anything to book a guest on this show. Uh, guests uh, like uh, Margaret Cho tomorrow night. Uh, Tom Arnold is going to be in the following night. Uh, sorry, the following week. Yes, Ann. What? You can see Ann moving right for that mic. What uh, happened? She cha he changed the... He, he's a fan of the show. He's looking forward to it. He called in a couple of weeks back. Uh, we booked him on the show, and uh, he's got to do something, and he'll be in the following week. So uh, just hold your breath there, Drew. Uh, Stephen Baldwin will be in, and uh, Tyra Banks uh, next week as well. So uh, a full love line plate. You think maybe that's what uh, Tom's aiming for? I <laughs> You know he probably wants to get to the chair uh, while it's still warm after uh, Tyra sits in it. I'm just wondering if he just happens to schedule that same night. Tyra, a big fan of the show, so we hear. Okay. So uh, we will see uh, what she's willing to uh, put up with. 
All right, uh, let's talk to Nancy, who's 14. Nancy? Nancy, you there. Vera, this is becoming a, a sort of a mini trend. I'm here. Oh, it is. Hey, uh, hold on. Sherry. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> a little coffee warm-up. Nancy? Yeah. How are you? I'm okay. What's, uh, what's up? You're 14. You got problems? Yeah. I yeah. Sex on Sunday and it was unprotected and I got my period when I was doing it and then now it's like gone. You got your period when you're having sex. Yeah. I mean, it, it it was that your normal time to have it. Yeah. So it caused you to have your period, but it was very short. It's like gone now, and I'm wondering if I could be like pregnant or something. It's certainly a possibility. How this was last weekend? Yeah, it was Sunday. All right, you're gonna have to wait a couple of weeks before you have the home pregnancy test done, but you should still do one nonetheless. Uh, it, does it, sex uh, induce periods? Drew? It can, sure. It can it can induce mid-cycle bleeding, and it can actually cause a period to kind of come on in if uh, if it's just about to. And uh, it shouldn't cause it to slow down or stop, uh, although I suppose that's in, within the realm of possibilities. And the important thing is that you realize that you can get pregnant even if you are bleeding from your period. It's such a thing. And you should uh, check a pregnancy test in about two weeks. All right, but sure. isn't that unlikely, Drew? Unlikely. But let me ask you this. Was, was this the first time you had sex? No. You're 14. What's the deal? I don't know. Same person? What? Same person every time? No. A uh, few guys? Two. Two. Uh, when did you start? Uh, 13 or 14? 14. Uh-huh. And, uh, geez, I was this close to going for my wallet, uh, uh. Nancy. Uh, should I have been? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? I was sexually abused when I was eight or nine. Yeah. By, by a, a... My mom's friend's son. Yeah, a young person. How, how, how old was the guy? He was, like, 11. Yeah. I don't know why I figured that. I mean, I, I kind of was getting an inkling something was up, too, Jerome. No, no, but I, I figured it was a young person, like a peer abuse kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know why? I, I don't get that incredible sense of uh, inner hostility and anger that I sometimes feel from the people that are were abused by parents and things like that. And uh, I would want to have the baby. I think that I'm really fragile. Yeah. You yeah, really and, that, and that's not that's good that you know that, but that's not a good circumstance to bring a child into the world. You're really fragile in stature? Yeah. What uh how big are you? I'm like five four and I weigh ninety eight. Uh huh. You, you uh eating enough? Yeah. You uh you keeping what you eat? Yeah. Okay. All right. You just got one of those metabolisms. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. That's not fragile. That ain't gonna last forever. Mm. Uh all right, so she's a little petite, but she's all right. And you're probably not pregnant, I'm guessing. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't get tested. But be careful. I mean, the real the real underlying issue here is why you act out sexually at such a young age. And it's about having been abused and how you feel about yourself as a result of that. And I think if you hold back a little bit and try to find really what it is you want from relationships rather than these immediate physical interactions, I think you'll be more gratified by your relationships, okay? And the only thing is, if I kept it, I okay. Would okay. All, All right. right, Adam, would you okay. please repeat what I just said, Doris? If she hears. Hey, uh, Nancy. Yeah. You're uh, you're not at the helm of your own sexual ship. And do you understand? Your uh, your vulva is doing the steering. It is at the wheel, and it's like the Flying Dutchman, uh, crazed, uh, laughing. It's going to steer you right into the rocks. Okay. So please, uh, you got abused. You know what's going on. You listen to the show, right? Yeah. You are one of the people we're talking about. All right. So. Uh, find a guy, uh, take it slow, uh, use protection, and, uh, you know, don't paint yourself into a corner with a kid and all that kind of stuff at 14. 
Well, I mean, you're talking about keeping the kid if you're pregnant and you're not. Listen, oh, hold on a second, Nancy. Okay. Here you are, uh, a young person, 14 seconds. Uh, Drew, could you put the uh, mail down, please, in the middle of one of my tirades? Listen, you've never seen such disrespect in your entire life. I go off in the middle of one of my brilliant tirades. Uh, Drew sits back and picks up some uh, junk mail and starts leafing through it. <laughs> no wonder your wife despises you. All right, here's the situation. See, now I've lost my train of thought. Ah, ah, I'm back. I'm back on the train. I'm on the caboose, but I'm on the train. You're talking about not wanting to give, have an abortion. You're talking about if you are pregnant, I want to keep this child. Uh, meanwhile, you're 14 and having unprotected sex. Uh, this is a combination for trouble. Do you understand? Because you will be pregnant uh, by 14 and a half or 15 and a quarter or 16 and a third. You will have that child, and then you've painted yourself into a corner in life. You, you won't be able to finish high school, uh, forget about college, forget about a career. Uh, you'll just have to marry the alcoholic that knocked you up. All right? Don't do it, Nancy. I'm here to, I'm intervening. I would give it up for abortion or adoption. Okay, very All good. Right, but don't You're... even bother. Then you have someone uh, with your... With no, no, your... no, no. Do not discourage that. All right, but don't even think that way. I mean, yeah, think, I don't think protection. That yes, think I agree. protection. But, but uh, more power to her for being having the courage to uh, live up to that responsibility right, if she has yeah, it. Right. We'll see if she comes through when she's holding the kid and uh, it's being taken away from uh, her by um, um, Sally. Uh. <laughs> Sally who? <laughs> Who's the one from uh, Archie Bunker? Keller? No. We're on the so, fence of feed the children. Uh, we're so okay. retarded. Uh, Katie, now I'm going to think about that all night. Hi, guys. Hey. Um, Sally Struthers. Thank you. Uh, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I kind of have a problem with my sister. Um, she's two years younger than me. Um, when I was 15 and she was 13, I took the car out without permission, and she told on me, and I didn't get my license when I was supposed to for about eight to ten months. I can't remember exactly. Um, ever since then, I've been holding a grudge with her, and um, during because of that, and during that time that I didn't get my license, she started high school uh, freshman year, and I was a junior. And what happened was. She wanted to be popular, so she talked about me and told everybody about my personal life, um, what I did with my boyfriend, um, stuff I did, and I was pretty screwed up when I was 15 and 16 years old, and I've been holding a grudge with her ever since. Uh-huh. Um, Where is she now? She's right now. She's right on the other side of the wall. She could probably she's probably listening in on All right. Well, let's put her on the phone and uh settle this grievance once and for all. It's it's pretty bad. I haven't told you what happened tonight. Uh oh. What happened? Um, so what I did is I went into her room, I got her journal or her diary, whatever and whatnot, um, made copies of about twenty pages of stuff that she has done. Um, smoking, doing drugs, um, sleeping with guys, and uh, whatever and whatnot. And, um... She's 15? She is 16 now. Oh, 16. And I have been warning my parents for about, mm, since November, when she took the car out before she got her license, too. Uh -huh. And my parents didn't believe me. They, I, I told them that my friend saw her at, the, at a restaurant smoking.
smoking about two months. All right. They didn't believe me. They said find evidence. All right. Yeah. So, so you did. You, so you, did. you distributed it. You uh, gave it to your parents. What? Did you give the evidence to your parents? Oh, I, I, I said there's cigarettes in her purse. Look, and so they looked and they found them. All right. They asked her about them. Oh. All right. Uh, listen, uh, Katie. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it's not Judge Wapner and Rusty the Bailiff over here, and the show's only two hours long. Yeah. What did you do with the copied-off papers? And what happened? I told one person at school, and they spread it around. The papers? Not the papers. What no. did you do with the papers? I have them right here in front of okay, me. Okay, you have not distributed the papers oh, yet. Oh, no. <laughs> what, your parents, did they know about what you found? Yes. All right. Is that what she's mad about? Yes. And she knows you did this? Yes. All right. Yes. Hold on one second, and let me just uh, just hold on for a second, Katie. Let me talk to Drew about this for a second in my chambers. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Okay. We're in the chamber. Right. <laughs> it's the magic of radio. Uh, first off, I've said this many a time. Uh, don't keep diaries. Yes. Uh, if, you're, uh, if you do keep a diary, guys don't keep diaries. Uh, you know where a guy's diary is? Uh, his hamper. That's how you can tell what a man's been up to. Uh Jim socks uh, spot welded uh, to a pair of boxer shorts. Uh, there's uh, what looks to be a pot seed and a roach clip in there. You want to find out what a guy's up to? Check the hamper. That is the, that is the diary. Uh, no lock, no key, no book page, well, uh, no bookmark. At least uh, there's guaranteed to be uh, very uh, convincing materials left around the room. So, the the hamper uh, is the window to the soul. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Now, right. The point is, and you girls who insist on keeping these diaries, who uh, we hear about it night after night, you're constantly getting screwed with these diaries. Uh, do what I told you guys to do uh, some months ago. You keep two diaries. You keep the uh, one that says uh, you've been studying, you've been, you haven't been using the Lord's name in vain. Uh, you've been worshiping on Sundays. Uh, you've been um, douching and doing exercises and uh, praising the, the Lord. And then you keep the one that talks about, you know, shooting up and your nine abortions somewhere else. Now, you leave this one out. Uh, people find it. Uh, your mom is always going to uh, rifle through it if you leave it on top of the desk or even in the desk drawer. She thinks everything's wonderful. This is brilliant, Drew. As a matter of fact, when diaries, when you buy a diary, they should just come two. Why just be two. Why don't they just sell you one already pre-written? <laughs> now you're thinking, Drew. Uh, this is, uh, this is amazing. This is brilliant. It's diabolical. Uh, uh, the Adam Carolla uh, pre-done diaries. Right. Uh, you give us, I'll have like four. Uh, give us your, uh, your uh, sex, uh, your age range, and your uh, ethnicity. So I can, your, your you know, religious so I can, proclivity? Religious proclivity. I don't want to have some uh, Jewish mother stumbling in to uh, find that uh, <laughs> Jesus is a savior. That or the nomi mo yengre. Right. I don't, I don't want any nomi mo renge kyo's finding the Jewish one or whatever. That could be trouble. But I will uh, I'll have three or four. And then what I'll do is I'll leave some blank spaces for you to you know fill in like uh, one of your best friend's names. Here. You know, and I'll put a little arrow on it. It could be like a great Mad Libs, too, at the same time. Brilliant, Drew. Brilliant. Finally, we're on the same page. All right, so uh, what the hell's going on? Uh, Katie. Yeah. All right, I hope you heard that. Now, listen. Let's yeah. get your sister. Where is she? we got to settle this. But my question isn't about to settle it with her. My question is... Do I have a psychological problem holding a grudge? You both uh, do. Yeah, there's something, there's something pretty heavy She's going on. She's screwed up. Again. You're screwed up. Hey, let me ask you this. Is there alcoholism in your family anywhere? Not necessarily the immediate family, but grandparents, anything like that? Um, not that I'm aware of. Do you know both your grandparents? Yes. Um, well, my mom was adopted. So. And, and does she have any momentum with alcohol? No. All right. 
Katie. And by the way, adoption is a commonly a positive history for alcohol. It's All right. Way we're more too fun. drunk to look after the kids. Oh. Uh, Katie. Yeah. Uh, what's your sister's name? Sam. Sam? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what we have to do is get Sam on the phone, and the four of us uh, are going to uh, settle this thing once and for all. Uh, there may be a tear shed. Uh, there uh, may be some pain and some discomfort, but uh, at the end of uh, 30 seconds, uh, which is all the time we have, everybody, you guys will embrace and promise never to stab each other in the back again. I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's going to work. I'm telling you it's going to work. Uh, get Sam on the phone. But, but the, Shh, Drew, nice. please, this is good right, right now. Right now? Yes. Uh, go get her on the phone, please. What if she's sleeping? Uh, wake her up. Uh, tell her there's uh, no time for slumber. Our relationship is at stake. This could be really volatile. Really? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> okay, that's good radio, right, Drew? Yeah. Hearing, like, lamps break in the background? Yeah, this does not feel right. All right, but how how much more volatile? Uh, uh, Sam is going to kill Katie in her sleep. Isn't that uh, yeah, well, a, m- more dangerous? She came after me tonight when she got in. That's my point. She With rushed me. She and she she yeah. See, that's what I'm picking up on here. There, there is like there is like violent undercurrents here. This is there's this is, a lot of violence. There's a lot of Drew, manipulation. Drew, you pick up on a lot of stuff after people say it. No, no, that's why I was saying this didn't. This, All this right, is I'm just thing. being an a-hole. All right, uh, Katie, uh, where is Sam? I don't want to wake up. She's gonna kick my ass. It was. Really, you're 18. You couldn't handle your younger sister. No, I. Can't. What's with all the violence in your family in general? Did your, did your parents hit each other, or they hit you? Um, they used to. They used to strike you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. that, that's what this. That's where this is all coming from. All right. So what should they? Uh, what should they do in ten seconds, Drew? Hmm. All right. First off, stop acting out. Uh, leave uh, your sister alone. See, I, I Stop think going after I, I am her. highly suspicious that both these young ladies have addictive potential. The, the thrill-seeking and the, the self-will. They're drama queens. Oh, yeah. oh boy, you guys going to make some man miserable one day. Oh, Katie, you are going to drive a man totally insane. Yeah. All right, so listen, uh, enough acting out. When can you get out of the house? Anytime. Can you go to go ahead No, college? I mean for good. Oh, for good? Go yeah. to college? Um, yeah. You're going away to college? August, yeah. You are? All right, all right. 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 Let me talk to you. Lay low until August. Really? Just uh, distance will help you guys. Just uh, stay out as much as possible. Leave her stuff alone and uh, give her a little peace offering. Uh, uh, you know, uh, whatever she's into, uh, you know, bake a couple of cookies and slide them under yeah. the door or something, and then just stay out of and, her. And, and, wait, wait, and, and you both yeah. need to grow up a little bit, and once you have some more maturity, maybe you can come back at this relationship in a more contained way. But realize all this hostility, all this rage, it's, it's not its not actually directed towards each other. It's its towards a parent. Uh, I predict uh, uh, eight years from now, there's going to be a, a drunken fist fight at Thanksgiving uh, over at that house. Lisa, 16. Yes, um, I have a problem. Um, first of all, my dad's a urologist, so I know what Drew has to go through. Thank you. And, what um, do you have to, out of curiosity, what, what is it like from your end? You know, I'm worrying about my kids not, never seeing me and stuff. Is it a horrible thing? Um, my dad talks about it all the time. About medicine? No, about, like, patients. Yes, and it's annoying. So I never, I do not bring that stuff home. Any burning <laughs> sensation, Lisa? Good. Yes, Fair I enough. get a lot of crap from my friends. Does he, uh, when he was young, he, he's been a urologist for quite, quite a while. Yeah. I'm guessing. Uh, when you were uh, a child and he uh, told you uh, stories, did he often 
uh, tailor make the stories. Uh, so, like, let's say the three little bears or uh, the three little pigs, but one of them no, had an inflamed that. urethra or something like that? Yeah, kind of. Did he work that in? Kind of. <laughs> he couldn't have worked that in. Yeah, he did. All right, so... Uh, is your, is your, uh, no, I guess your mom wouldn't be jealous if he just handled penises for a living. Or... Um, he does both. <clears throat> oh, he's a gynecologist? No, but he does it for, he's a pediatric urologist. Well, that's oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Well, that is fascinating. Yeah. Yes, you, you walk a very fine line when you're a, a pediatric urologist <laughs> there. Uh, you really, uh, you really got to be careful. Uh, just tell him to wash his hands. Yeah, I, I do, actually. He would be one of these people that probably had to deal with ambiguous genitalia, though, which is something we've talked about occasionally here. So yeah. Sometimes they rebuild the genitalia of kids who haven't had But, um, <laughs> Adam, I think you're really awesome. Oh, well, thank you. All right, so what is your question? Oh, God. Um, that just, that just, let the young lady speak. Yeah, but I mean... For, uh, she comes from an uh, intelligent, uh, educated, affluent uh, family, and she thinks I'm a genius. Go ahead, Lisa. <laughs> oh, humanity. Well, um... My problem is, is that um, this guy came down to visit me, and we got sexually involved. And um, he, I guess he ended up, well, it seemed like he kind of used me. But I talked to, it seemed like he was ignoring me, and I talked to one of his friends. And his friends said that he was a player, and that he did this all the time. But then he, uh, like, said that it was a lie. And then he, like, quoted that his friend was just joking. So now I don't know who to oh, believe. Who said it was a lie? Um, this the guy. guy. Uh, the guy said his friend was lying. Yeah, that he was just joking. Uh-huh. Well, what did you want him to say? Uh, I mean, uh, what did you think he was going to say well, when his friend said, said he was a, uh, a player? Well, I don't know who to believe now. All right, uh, listen, you believe the actions. Uh, forget about what either one of them is saying. Is the guy calling you? Is he asking you out on dates? Um. No. <laughs> All right, that's who to believe. Believe Ma Bell. Well, She's not ringing the phone. They both make sense, kind of. All right, but 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 listen, Lisa, um, I, 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 because you worship me, right? Yes, I do. Okay, then you know uh, you know everything that comes out of my mouth is the profound truth. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Drew's got to go vomit in the trash can. Drew's <laughs> right. cool too. All right, he's all right now. <laughs> but let's let's concentrate on me for a second. Let's. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, I couldn't have got this action in high school. All right. We would have made quite a team uh, 15 years ago. You're acting right it out in a similar fashion. Okay. Now, All right. Uh, here's the situation. Uh, people's uh, actions are basically uh, what they're thinking, M meaning uh, they may say a million and one things, but uh, you want to know what they're really thinking? It's what they're doing. It's well, what their he, actions are. He plays with my mind. Like. All right. He's an idiot. <laughs> Uh, you're way too smart and uh, cute and perky for him. You really are, uh, Lisa. You you should find somebody who is just dying, uh, who would uh, crawl over uh, the corpse of their grandparents that was uh, covered with army ants and glass uh, <laughs> just to bring you a rose. Oh. Well, all right. I don't <laughs> know this, if you're going to find that. But you're going to have to you're going to have to learn about how men operate and. Uh, you're going to have to learn to read people. And let me clearly. tell you about it. His buddy who was telling you he was a player was uh -huh. telling the truth, and his buddy was trying to get in your pants. <laughs> you know his buddy likes you. I don't know about Yeah, that. I think he does, or he wouldn't have ratted out uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Player. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense, but... 
Uh, it, it makes perfect stop sense. Stop thinking that stop way. Stop thinking that way. Yeah. Okay, it, it makes perfect sense. No, 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 don't say that, but understand that men don't make sense from women's perspective. It makes absolute sense. The uh, The bottom line is, is he calling? Is he asking you out? Uh, is he trying to go on another date with you? If the answer to that is no, then that's it. Do not dissect this conversation. It doesn't, because he had sex with me, why aren't we having a relationship? It doesn't make sense. Well, it's, it's like, uh, we're running late for break, but it's like you go on a job interview, and uh, they say, yeah, we'll call you in a, a couple of days. Uh, we think you're uh, pretty good, and they never call. Uh, meanwhile, some guy at the office says, uh, yeah, they really like your resume, uh, but they never call. Uh, meanwhile, you get a pretty good feeling about the interview, but they never call. The bottom line is, is you ain't working there. They're not calling. All right. I'm giving myself a headache. <laughs> I'm really tired of my own voice. So you're going to have to run the rest of the show. That would be nice. All right. Uh, sneaker pimps are going to be in here in just a few seconds. So once again, you're struggling with what to get that gamer slash geek in your life. You know, the one surgically attached to the screen, speaking a language that you can barely understand. Well, here's the answer. Loot Crate. That's right. Loot Crate. It costs less than 20 bucks a month, and you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items that are targeted right at your gamer geek. This month's Loot Crate is a head-to-head, rough-and-tumble battle for your senses, as Loot Crate celebrates fighting heroes, battling rogues, 8-bit brawlers, and other factions that you love from some of your geek and gaming favorites, including exclusive collectibles from Mega Man and Assassin's Creed. They've also got Halo, Street Fighter, and more surprises. Plus, when you sign up, you get the chance to get exclusive t-shirts you won't find anywhere else. You do not want to miss out on this in November. Well, maybe you do, but your gamer will not. You've got till 9 p.m. Pacific on the 19th to subscribe and get this month's crate. If you wait till the 20th, it's over, you miss out, and everybody's sad. So make sure you get to LootCrate.com podcast. And then when you get there, enter code PODCAST and save 10% on all new subscriptions. That's LootCrate.com slash podcast. The solution to your holiday gift problems for every gamer, geek, and pop culture enthusiast on the planet. Go there. They'll make you look cool for less than 20 bucks a month. You're not going to find that deal anywhere else. The all-new Rich Eisen Show. What is it? What is it? Who better to tell you than Rich Eisen? This is what we're going to have on the show. Just talking football along with music and movies and television shows. Interesting things of our pop culture landscape, of which the NFL is part. And that's all you really want at the end of the day. The Rich Rich Eisen Eisen Show. Hold on a minute. This is probably my... uh, therapist go to podcast one slash rich eisen to hear every show so we're here with kelly liam and chris uh, they are the uh, sneaker pimps uh relatively new on the scene uh, out here i guess you guys have uh you guys are oh hold on a second drew could you uh, shut the door and come in and sit down and start the show when the show starts Oh, my God. Uh, don't make me go on the, uh, can you believe we get paid the same amount uh, rant that I finished with uh, last time. But um, everyone's from um, England. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And uh, you guys uh, hooked up in, was it 92? No, it's actually 95. Oh, well, it's only eight <laughs> years off. Uh. <laughs> but uh, Liam and Chris, didn't you guys uh, know each other for a while? I mean, yeah, what you mates? Yeah, I was bumping his sister for a couple of years. Are you serious? Yeah, that's true. Really? Is that okay with you, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's why we got on. didn't bump me. 
I got to move to this England. <laughs> Here, uh, you get shot at by brothers uh, uh, when you have sex with your uh, sister. And that was, well, he was yeah. the older bully type character. I was oh, 16, so he was 13. So. Oh, so what could you and do? I was there for seven years. So it was oh, really? It was, yeah, it was very respectable. Yeah. And then it was a family kind of thing. You like, treated her right. I came around for Sunday curries at his house, and it was all very amicable. Uh, the, uh, 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 don't be offended by <laughs> this, uh, by this observation. It just, it just all sounds so civilized, I can't stand it. But here, <laughs> here's the thing I just thought about in uh, England. Um, Indian food is very big mm. in England. I've never been to England. I had a uh, girlfriend who's from Hounslow who oh, uh, came out here and was mm. a stripper and then uh, moved back. I sent her back <laughs> to Hounslow. But the, the point is, is she, any good? Uh, she was That's good at a, at a lot of stuff, but uh, she was a little bit crazy. And uh, she was uh, extradited back to England. It was a perfect match. Thank you, Drew. Now, <laughs> enough commentary. Shut his mic off, Engineer Mike. Here's my point. And, uh, she was the worst cook in the world. Uh, my stripper girlfriend. Uh, not only uh, being a stripper, uh, which is one strike against you in the kitchen, she also was from England, which made her horrible uh, cook as well. <laughs> and she boiled everything. I give her a slab of bacon, she'd throw it in a pot of boiling water. I have to, I have to stop you. It's terrible. Yeah, no, it's America, the land of, if it's massive, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. We like hearty young. portions here. Yeah, it doesn't matter how it's cooked. It's just something yeah. you actually but, absolutely but, inundate with food. But, but, not just food, but also different things all mixed together, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was in England and asked for a ham and cheese omelet, and they thought, and that's what you, got. you want a ham omelet and a cheese omelet. No, no, ham and cheese. What? Uh, uh, in the same omelet? Right. Uh, just unbelievable. Couldn't yeah. con conceive of it. Yeah, America is really, yeah, America is the only place where you get to, like, um, design your own food uh, when you go to a restaurant. They have, like, make, build your own omelet, uh, build your yeah. own burger, and you go... Uh, Which is a terrible idea. You get a, Imagine you, if everything was, like, build your own record. I mean, the public would make terrible records. Yeah, <laughs> I know, <laughs> but then you belch, food. you uh, tip the producer, and you walk <laughs> away happy. But the, the point I was going to say is uh, you're boiling everything in England, right? You take, like, no, a, like a whole sheep's no, head and no. put it in a boiling water, <laughs> that's and that's fine. it. That's but then, uh, one night a week, it's curry night. <laughs> Which is really bizarre because it wasn't Indian curry for stuff. Oh, it wasn't Indian curry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the okay. love line's on right now, right? All right, all right. Well, listen, let's, uh, anyway, let's not go. It's not a cooking show. No, it's yeah. food of love. That's what I'm talking the, about. The band is uh, here in the States. Uh, you guys just played a couple of uh, shows in L.A. Mm -hmm. You're moving on to uh, San Diego and Phoenix, mm -hmm. or is it uh, Phoenix and San Diego, I'm yeah. guessing? Yeah. Uh, Whichever. You're going to love Arizona. Mm. And uh, <laughs> so just like time, England. This time you're special. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and everything's going great. And here's what I want to do. I want to play uh, the Sneaker Pimp song. Because they are new, and everyone uh, should know this song, but they may not necessarily uh, know the band. So uh, we'll play the song, and they'll go, oh, it's them. All right, is it queued up, uh, Engineer Mike? What song is it? Oh, okay. What's it called? Six Underground. Okay. And here it is.
Anchor Pimps off of their uh, debut CD, Becoming X. And uh, now you know the Sneaker Pimps, because um, I'm sure you've all heard that song before. Not you guys, I know you guys have. All right, uh, so uh, the band is uh, relatively new. Yeah. And uh, having a uh, fair degree of success uh, yeah. pretty early on, which is kind of cool. Yeah, we're really excited about it. And uh, you're going to uh, tour the States here for a while, and then it's back to England for uh, some festivals? We've Fox actually, yeah, we've been here for about yeah. six weeks now, so we, we're going to be shooting off after um, San Diego, which is in a couple of days. Is this your uh, first trip out here? We've been over for a short um, promotional tour a couple, about a month ago. Yeah, but it's um, our first sort of headline. Yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. And uh, where have you been uh, thus far? God, all over. Uh, Everywhere. Yeah. East Coast, West Coast, Atlanta, Canada. All the way up the, the, the um, East Coast to, to Montreal and then Detroit. Mm. Over to what, are your, uh, what are your observations? Please be offensive. That's uh, fine. <laughs> I'd like to be. I, 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 I want to hear like ugly, stinking Americans. Right, Milwaukee, Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, Sucks. right, Burnham. Didn't like it. <laughs> no, well, we feel that way too. Uh, California, especially Los Angeles, is like its own. Uh, yeah, I was going to say own state, but its own country. Yeah. We uh, we're very elitist here. We it's don't how we don't look Babylon. at uh, Utah and uh, Milwaukee is uh, part of uh, the country that uh, California yeah. is. I mean, in. So go ahead and say yeah. what you want. I mean, in Salt Lake City, I was so offended. We went to a restaurant and we ordered two, like one bottle of white, one bottle of red, and we said, you know, can we have a you know go across each? the street? Well, just a glass of each on, yeah. on one table, and they said, Talking sorry. Talking about wine. Wine, yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry, you can't have one glass of red and one glass of white on the same table. Really? Yeah, mm. it's state law. It looks like you're being indulgent. <laughs> well, well, really? My God, yeah. do you want me to wank off on the... I uh, <laughs> I I know they have uh, I know they have some uh, strange things, but I thought they were sort of limited to sodomy and uh, adultery and things like that. I didn't know they had to do with uh, with table wine. I, I really like Salt Lake City. I like it better than LA. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. LA. It's a beautiful city. It's weird. It's beautiful city. Yeah, right. it's beautiful. Well, look, let's either bash it or praise it, but let's uh, get on. <laughs> <laughs> it. Praise okay. it. All right, bash uh, it. Bash we have to. All right, do you guys? you guys have the white wine. Would you like some red, or is, uh, did producer Ann say that wasn't that wasn't kosher here? Oh, where's the red? Uh, I don't know. Do we have any? Red be good. Okay, we'll see if uh, we're... But not on the same table. We'll mix it, yes. Uh, all right, we're going to break. Uh, Drew, sell the hell out of the next call, because that will be who we'll talk right, to we're when gonna we come back. we start out with Peter, who's 19, who is trying to solve the eternal question of how to take a friendship to a relationship and not ruin the friendship. Okay. Here's Love Line. Blinds galore, baby. Cool your home, man. You want to talk about it. I know it's getting hot. It's hot where we are. It's hot where you are, I'm sure. It's hot right here. It's hot right here. Oh. No. Yeah, turn the air down a little. Anyway, it, the, the sun's just blasting through. I mean, think about how hot your car gets. Think how much cooler your car would be if you parked it out in the sun if it had blinds all the way around. Well, that's the same thing with your house. And then also, everything gets bleached out. The fabric gets bleached out. The... You get bleached out. The carpet gets bleached out. BlindsGalore.com. Quality, custom-built blinds and shades made just for you. We use them here. Use them there. And it's the kind of thing you get once and you use it for the next 25 years. So let's get going. Free samples, free shipping, free design advice, and uh, real easy. And you save money over the big box stores. Blinds Galore. They really do have Blinds Galore. Go to BlindsGalore.com. Let them know I sent you. Let them know that uh, they are proud sponsors and that you heard it here. BlindsGalore.com. All right. 
All right, here with Chris, Liam, and uh, Kelly, all from uh, the sneaker pimps. As a matter of fact, uh, that's all of them. That's all the pimps, right? Well, there's another two as well on stage. Oh, there is? Yeah, drums and bass. Where the hell are they? Um, they're not um, officially signed members, but we, we see them as um, members now. Well, they have to tour around with you, right? Yeah. Of course, of course, oh, yes. yes. You let them uh, ride in the bus with you but and everything? Yes. Or do they have to... I think they have, they have girlfriends tonight. They're all, they're all sniffing American ladies. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. I'd like to do a little bit. All right. Uh, there's plenty of that. Uh, uh, Liam, are you, uh, are you unattached? Um, I, uh, my goodness, what a bizarre question. Uh, you married? No. Uh, you're not going out with Chris's uh, sister anymore? Not anymore, no. No, not at all. No. Okay. And Chris wears the wrong eyeshadow for me. Mm. Okay. Oh, are, are you gay? Uh, no, 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 he's not gay. No. no. You like girls? I don't. Uh, yes, very nice. Okay. I don't. I don't want to pry, but it's the nature of the show, and it's part of my no, job. No, I, no, I, I have, have to do away. it. I have no. I have no secrets. All right. So no, the, uh, answer the question. So, are you looking to meet someone um, here um, while you're on the road? Perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is. Oh, no. This is my, my, yeah. My problem is that I'm. I'm tend to be fairly uh, introvert about my relationships. Uh-huh. Oh, so you just don't talk about them? No, I don't. No, I'm, I'm personal and, and private okay. about things like that. I respect that. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still thinking gay, true? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Uh, Chris, are you willing to talk about your uh, sexual exploits? Are yes. uh, you, you uh, attached? Yes, uh, do you have does. a girlfriend? Not really. No. Um, on and off. On and off. And back in England? Anywhere, <laughs> um, everywhere. <laughs> All right, so you you're uh, you're here. You're free to meet women. Oh yeah. Okay. All right, and uh, Kelly, you're uh, free yes, to meet I, boys. No, I'm fully attached to a very nice Canadian chap. Oh really? Mm. Yeah. Big Brother Jack guy. And is he is he <laughs> where where does he live? Bill, we live together. Me and Bill in London. Okay. Uh, you're not married though. No, we're not married. Uh, any kids uh, amongst you? Oh no. Just us. Yeah. Just, yeah, just me and Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Good, all right. So everyone is uh, sort of semi-unattached, uh, with the exception of Kelly. <clears throat> and uh, she shouldn't be screwing around on the road anyway, but uh, you guys should be sowing your oats here. All right. Uh, what? Is that the standard? Oh, it's not ladylike, oh, please. That's, that's Peter, 19. Hi there. Um, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. <laughs> no problem, Adam. Um, I got a bit of a question. Um, I graduated from high school last year, and um, I have a friend who's graduating this year. Um, and since I went away from home, we've uh, gotten really close, you know, and, you know, over the phone or whenever I go home and stuff like that. And um, I'm starting to think there's um, potential for some sort of a relationship there. And I don't know if it be, would be um, wise to go about, you know, to try and further any sort of relationship. You know, I'm worried about maybe hurting the friendship somehow, and I was wondering how to deal with that. Uh, do you guys live, uh, do you say you live in the same town now? Uh, no, no, I've gone away to uh, school. And um, and she's not going to go to that same school, is she? No, no. So it's kind of a rough way to start a relationship, uh, particularly if you want to sustain the friendship eventually. If you're going right. to be leaving, that's right, going right. to make it awkward for you. It's going to make uh, tough feelings between you. I mean, don't you want to go back to school and... and uh, Peter, <laughs> are, are you? This is a bit unfair. Uh, no, I spend every weekend drunk at a party, so don't worry about that. You're well, right, but that doesn't mean in masturbating. Yeah, that doesn't right? mean that you're connected. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in your own naked lap. 
<laughs> no, I mean, but if if Peter had uh, plenty of women and was swinging like a pendulum in uh, in college, he wouldn't be pining uh, for his, not, the girls. That's not really true, is it? Uh, sometimes something you guys, takes. You guys are way too mature. No, <laughs> way too mature. Actually, what, what um, does that make you? Actually, no. It's, I've. I uh, I went through that whole you know swinging like a pendulum thing in high school, and I've kind of gotten. Uh, I guess grown tired of it. Is that possible to grow yeah, tired of it? Yeah, it can swing oh, yeah, too maybe. much sometimes. Yeah. That's what I feel like tonight. The metaphor's a bit complex for me. A pendulum. Uh, swinging like a medallion. Mm. Uh, <laughs> swinging like a kipper. Like a, yeah, swimming, from, swinging from like a kipper, exactly. One to the other. But well, anyway, no. all right, so, Peter. Yeah. You, so you do have genuine feelings yeah, for this yeah, girl. Yeah, I think so. And it is a girl we're talking about. I hope so. Okay. Or somebody's been playing a cruel joke. All right. So you've you've <laughs> uh, you've played around. Uh, you've seen uh, other women, and you you like her the best. Yeah, I think so. Well, then uh, you have our blessing. But uh, keep in mind, uh, you starting something up and then moving away is going to yeah. be difficult. Uh, well, see, I'm always going to be on the move, um, just because of what my uh, uh, my career field is, and. Um, so what it'll is your be, career? always be a problem of moving around. And what is your like career? That. Driving a truck? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm a cross-country driver. Uh, no, I'm I'm an interpreter. Oh, oh really? Interesting. For what languages? Hungarian and um, Ukrainian. Uh, wow. Let me speak a little Hungarian to you for a second, uh, Peter. We'll see if you can uh, translate. All right. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're not speaking Hungarian, Adam. Yes, I am. Right again. <laughs> Uh, Neophy puppy peepa puppy fuppy pa. <laughs> Doesn't that mean something? Actually, Sounds like American you to me. To say that you were saying, um, you were saying what? What's the pain? And then you started talking about poppy poppy fa. All right, well that means something in uh, Hungarian. And uh, fa fa means wood. Right. So what's what's the pain with the wood? But there's uh, no poppy poppy. It's a, it's it's a, it's like a, t a Hungarian tongue twister. It means uh, the priest has a priestly wooden pipe or something like that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh 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 uh, oh! Uh, I'm me a fire poppy poppy fa. They are poppy poppy fa. Me a fire poppy. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> oh my god! Well then, now I'm totally convinced. I'm so I'm so embarrassed. Thank uh, for for once. Our Hungarian listeners are all standing up and cheering at once. <laughs> 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 Finally, I'm uh, Hungarian on this show. No, I I, I speak uh, fluent um, uh, Hungarianese. Uh. <laughs> Hungarianese, yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, Peter. But, uh, there seems to be some yeah. idea that, that uh, relationships can't exist over a, a distance. Well, I, I, I think that. Oh, but that's not really his question. His question is, can would he be sacrificing the friendship to go for the, for the relationship? And as with you know any risks in relationships, yeah. I mean, it's hard to go back from intimacy to friendship. Uh, but if there really is that potential for intimacy, that could ruin the friendship, too, if they don't pursue mm. it. Somebody's going to get frustrated or angry at it not mm. being more fulfilled. And, uh, but... I mean, here's my my take with the ruining the friendships. Uh, the friendships are a dime a dozen. How often do you get a chance to get laid? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host. Thank you and good night. I mean, you can always find a friend. Uh, mm -hmm. Hell, if you have a bag of pot, you can find friends. Uh, <laughs> I think long-distance relationships are fine as long as the people are in the sort of position to pull it off. Meaning, mm -hmm. um, they're not in college. Yeah, when oh, you're 18 and you're 19 and uh, you barely have a car that'll make it down to the corner uh, for a six-pack, you can't get out of town, you don't have the money for, I, for I, airfare. There's a lot of prof uh, professional people who do live kind of and do things uh, across oceans. That's the point. Like that. That's professional the point. 
people. That's that's, that's my point. When yeah. you're, uh, you know, uh, Jane Fonda and um, what's his name? Um, Turner. Turner, Ted Turner, uh, you can do it because he'll just summon the Learjet and you guys will meet in Cannes uh, for the weekend and have a romantic getaway. But uh, when you're borrowing uh, Dad's Impala uh, just, to, uh, just to go around the block and uh, the boyfriend's cross-country, it's difficult. It's I mean, impossible. these two may not hook up yes. for a long time. It could be the distance that makes him sort of think he, he likes her so much as well because he doesn't see her every day. And, and but it's only since he's been right. back, though, that he's... No, right. into it. Give it a try. Um, I think it'll be doomed. <laughs> Amanda, 13. Hi. Um, my dad does pot, and he's been doing it for a while, but I found out about it last year. And, I mean, it kind of scares me to mm. know that that I'm in the same house as there's pot, and there can, like, like, the police can, like, come in, like, just a matter of minutes, and I can, like, be taken away from him and mm. Mm. that's not going to happen no it, uh, not really but but, it's, but understand her fear yeah right. have you told him that no i i'm afraid to bring it up to him because i don't want him to get mad why would he get mad at your fear of him being taken away from you <clears throat> because if i bring up that like if i say to him like dad i found out that because he doesn't know that i know that he does pot yeah how did you find out mm. Well, when I remember, because I would, like, flashback that I remember him, I would, like, walk into his room, and he wouldn't want it, me in there. And I'd walk in there, and I'd see, like, him ha having a pipe in his mouth. And then I would just, like, walk out, and he wouldn't see a thing. And then, like... Well, how old were you? I was, like, like seven. Well, that was uh, six years ago. Yeah, but I remember it. And then, like, just last year... I found out about like what pot looked like about like from friends. And right, right, but look, but oh. you're not saying to him, "Don't smoke pot," or "I, I, I hate you because you smoke." What you're saying, I'm afraid that you're doing something illegal, and there people are going to take you away from me. I have this overwhelming desire to. to uh, Take Amanda and just uh, no, smoke pot. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to take Amanda and I want to pull her out and, and, and raise her in a lab and never uh, to be exposed uh, yeah. to the reality of society and the evils uh, that lurk in the shadows. Yeah. I mean, uh, this yeah. is this is great. We never get this. We have 13-year-olds uh, calling up saying, uh, I'm, I'm looking to score some X this weekend because I'm <laughs> going to be uh, having a gangbang over at the house and my dad's videotaping. Uh, I think possibly uh, the problem is that with kind of drug education, is that pot seems to be going to put amongst the the rest of the stuff, right? And uh, and of course, pot is is as close as tobacco as you can get. No, you see someone, no. Uh, you, no. Oh, yeah, of course. It, no. it, it, it's certainly it's no, certainly close to alcohol. Though. It certainly yeah, is yeah, yeah. Uh, benign compared to mm. uh, heroin and many other I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, harder drugs. And the problem with the education system out here, at least, and you guys can tell us if it's any different in the uh, UK. Here they just go, drugs are drugs. Evil yeah. is yeah. evil, it's yeah. black and it's white. Yeah. Uh, if uh, your dad's uh, smoking a little pot to unwind yeah. uh, on the weekends, that's just as bad as him yeah. uh, selling yeah. Yeah. Uh, junk yeah. at a park. Yeah. Well, well, Zero yeah, in England, it's like, yeah. a, a, if, I mean, drunkards cause fights, uh, pot smokers go home and sleep. Uh, uh, this is my long-lost brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I need you to, uh, to keep, I need, when you go back to England, no, I need I you to I get a radio show and work that. I find cannabis really embarrassing, I don't smoke it at all. But nevertheless... Right, when you're not having sex, uh, you'll ne you're never high. Is that, is that what you're saying? My dad uh, smoked mm. pot. My dad um, smoked pot for a long time, and I think that um, 
I mean, I certainly used to steal it off him, you know, and smoke it. And that, that was cool, you know, and it didn't seem to do me any harm. I think that, you know, maybe when she gets to 16, she'll find it an advantage if she can Well, uh, <laughs> listen, uh, uh, there, there is such a thing as marijuana addiction, and uh, you only have about a 50% or less probability of inheriting that biological predisposition right, sure. from your father. Mm. So the extent that we're endorsing kids to do that and po possibly get into some serious trouble, I'm very concerned. But let me say, hang on. But for Amanda, for Amanda, let me... Let me answer, man. Just here. two seconds. I, I could have answered it already, for Christ's sake. Oh, it's crap. Oh, it's I think, out. I think it's marijuana is crap. I never smoked it. I it's smoked it. Boring. Well, right. it's boring. I liked it. I smoked it a few times before. And I thought it was boring. Amanda, your dad needs to hear about the consequences of his behavior. You're not telling him. after the break. Drew, please. All right, everyone. Just relax. We're late. All right. Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, look, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? And uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with, with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for, you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. It makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible. Dreadfully uh, late for our little 10-second uh, uh, affiliate identification. Uh, the Sneaker Pimps are here tonight. It's Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. The show's Loveline, and we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. 98 KUPD, Tempe, Phoenix. Yes, indeed, indeed. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Uh, fax number 310-854-4455. No myo, renge kyo, and a neophyte pup knock, puppy five one. <laughs> and our caller's gone now. Thank you, Adam. Uh, Drew's very upset. Let me finish. Uh, let me uh, reset, no, because let me I finish. know good radio, Drew. Uh, <laughs> people think we hate each no, other. We really do no, love each other. No connection. Uh, our, our, our caller called up. She was uh, 13 years old. She'd uh, seen her father uh, smoking marijuana when she was younger and now uh, suspects that he's still at it. Uh, is scared that the authorities are going to intervene, uh, take her away, uh, kicking and screaming from the house, and that um, he's going to lose his job and all other uh, consequences. Uh, right. Drew is here to put you at ease. Go ahead, Drew. All right. That addiction is defined as ongoing and progressive use in the face of consequence and things that significantly affect people you care a lot about. And in spite of that, you continue using that as addiction. So for him to come up against a consequence, that is to say an understanding that he's harming his daughter emotionally just by virtue of him creating a fantasy that he's going to be taken away. It's very traumatizing to a young person. He she to, creating a fantasy. To, his behavior is creating a fantasy in her. Now, society's right. prejudice against his behavior is causing a, a fear in, in her, not his behavior or her behavior. Really. His behavior, whatever, whatever the context, he needs to know that he's causing a consequence. Yes. And if yes. in spite of that consequence, mm -hmm. he's harming his daughter emotionally, he continues, that's addiction. And if he's going, if he's abusing, he'll stop. 
that's Starbuck. choice. Surely that's choice. If you're doing something that but you if believe if to be... Knows that if he knows it's wrong, yeah, if he knows that and you can But him. you're saying if he knows it's wrong, maybe it's not wrong, and maybe if his daughter well, understands that it's not actually wrong. Understand well, that addiction what, what, what is thing? continued yeah. use in the face of consequence. S- yes, I agree with that, but it depends on the consequence, and it depends on the person who's using what they're using. You well, can't here, uh, let, me, nice let me intervene here. That's the voice of reason. Hold on a second, you two. in the park. It's... <laughs> it's a clash of the titans here. Let let let, uh, let reason prevail for a second here. Uh, that being me. What Drew is saying, and I'll 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 define your uh, definition of um, of uh, addiction in layman's terms. Uh, if you're if you're getting drunk every night and showing up to work uh, late in the morning, and your boss says, uh, "Hey, uh, you do it again, and you're fired," and you go out drinking that night, that's addiction. Yeah. Because. You've, you, it's ruining your job. It, you're going to lose yeah. your livelihood. Your boss so, warned you, so and you continue it, to drink. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> now, uh, what Kelly is saying is, is just because someone disapproves, even if it's a family member of what you're doing, it may not be addiction. You may have to explain to them, listen, uh, Daddy does uh, smoke a little marijuana. Daddy never does it at work. Uh, Daddy never does it when he's driving. Daddy doesn't do it when he's uh, taking you to the uh, Girl Scout meeting. Uh, Daddy does it at night when he's watching bad TV because uh, Mommy won't give Daddy any sex and uh, Daddy needs (laughs) to escape. Now, if he can sufficiently explain that to her, and she becomes at ease with it and says, okay, this is like having a glass of sherry, which uh, my friend's uh, dad does uh, at night when he gets home from work, then everything's fine. Uh, If she is still upset uh, by it, then he Mm. needs to go out and uh, smoke on the porch and not let her know. (laughs) The most bizarre thing is that how do you actually categorize the the, the levels of addiction amongst various kind of uh, substances, whether it be alcohol or, Mm. or food or whatever? I mean, everyone has a certain kind of compulsion to a, to a product. Is it screwing up your life? And that's yeah. what yeah. you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Food can script someone's life. Yes. Pardon me? Food can script Right, absolutely. Life. Then it's a problem. But, yeah. but it doesn't... Then you have to it's, stop. There can be compulsion with food, but, it, but addiction always progresses. Mm. Always. I, I, I doubt your, defi- uh, your definition of addiction, because I, I, I don't believe that. The definition... I think it, phys- uh, physiological addiction, the I, definition, I believe in. The definition is... This is it. This is not like. This is what's in the medical. You want to get the dictionary out? It is. Go get the dictionary. Complex (laughs) biological disorder with a genetic basis. The hallmark is progressive use and/or preoccupation in the face of adverse consequence. Adverse consequence is impairment of relations, work, financial, legal, uh, and uh, health. And then finally, number three is denial. There has to be some component. Okay. So say if someone read a Mister Man book or, or like a book compulsively over and over again mm-hmm. and affected all the kind of relations is that addiction compulsion it doesn't progress so if it progressed it what if it progressed what if you read it yeah. 10 times a day and you moved on to 15 times a day yeah uh-huh it, it will it will a uh, drunken Liam has outwitted a sober <laughs> <laughs> it, it, once it again is, it is pro- the English have prevailed <laughs> you gotta understand that the, the progressivity of it is a pharmacological progression 
Okay, it is it is so a rela it's relation to pharmacological to substances. Uh, th there so are behavior there, there are thrill seeking behaviors and there are foods and but, there are relationships. Right, hold on, let me let me just say inter intervene here and say Sorry, uh, this isn't uh, this is in England where they only have one station uh, they could listen to and they're they're damned. Uh, they have many they can switch to and many of them are if this goes on uh, much longer. I think we'll uh, I think everyone uh, made their point adequately yeah, and uh, people who are listening can uh, make their own minds up and uh, hopefully agree with me. Amanda, eighteen. <laughs> Hi. Hey. I was wondering if me being raped when I was five and me being raped when I was um, seven years old by my brother-in-law and um, being sexually harassed by my uncle when I was ten and... Whatever you're going to say to follow this? Uh, yes. Yes. Unless it has to do with uh, soft swirl ice cream. Uh, anything other than that, yes. But go ahead. Not having... Like still to be around guys that easily. Yes. Yes. I didn't even know what she said. Yes. What? What? What do you feel around guys? Not being able to be around them. You know. That no. Well, of course. Ooh. It's it's Ooh. like uh, if you were attacked by uh, bears uh, uh, on ten different occasions, would you feel uncomfortable around uh, bears? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Naturally. That's the way humans are. It's it's a great defense mechanism. It's how you survive. You learn. Uh, I mean, it has been. Uh, etched into your psyche that men uh, equal uh, abuse and uh, pain. And unfortunately what uh, people tend to do is act out that fear in ways that make them feel as though they're in control or in power over men. Women with that kind of feeling will become strippers and that sort of thing as a way of uh, acting this out and they end up hating men typically. You hate uh, with yeah, that's really funny. That's what I want to be when I grow up. You want to be a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is typical of women that have this sort of feeling that you're having. I wanted to be an astronaut stripper, which is a little <laughs> twist. I had ambitions, uh, many ambitions. Uh, uh, some, all right. Give uh, some credit for that one. Oh, her wanting to be a stripper? Uh, everyone, uh, give Drew some credit. He's feeling rather... Uh, uh, trounced ah. upon tonight. Yeah, ah. it seems like uh, he had, uh, whipped his argument last night. Yeah, you, were, <laughs> you took all the life out of him later. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, uh, drunken limey with no education. Just whip the crap out of you. <laughs> oh, my no gosh. Education. Right. No education. I, I contend. Oh, you do have education. Yeah, decent philosophy degree, I think, is a, is a worthwhile thing. Sorry, my... Must be or art, was it? No. <laughs> Joint. Uh, Drew, would you carry the show for a second? My uh, mic is not working there here. Uh, Don't touch it. Don't right. touch it. Well, you, you moved it to the other side of the room. What do you want me to do? I'll get a back <laughs> spasm. I fixed it for you now. What's that bag on the bottom of your microphone? It's got like a scrotum on the Oh, uh, this is my uh, Crown Royal sack. Uh, okay. Certainly you're familiar with this. It is, uh, well, right. the mic's off now. Now it's off again. I had a fix, but What's it for? Tess, one, two. This is beautiful. You want to be special, don't you? It was fine until Andrew your mic came in here. All right. All right. I'm going to have to hire a monkey to hold the cord while I speak. I was right in the middle of one of my great analogies when Engineer Mike came in here. What's the Crown Royal? The Crown Royal sack. A Crown Royal is. Do you know what Crown Royal is? No. It is a very expensive liqueur here. 
It is. It tastes awful. Then it comes in a bottle that's like uh, worth eighteen bucks it, itself, and then it's like uh, forty bucks for a little small thing of Crown Royal. It comes in this beautiful mm. velvety sack. And when we have calls that are uh, delicate in nature, I will take the Crown Royal sack, the velvety Crown Royal sack, sack and slip it over the end of the microphone to uh, filter out the uh, harsh verbiage that wow. I sometimes use. <laughs> Please vomit in the direction of drill. Okay. Uh, what the hell were we talking about? Go to line one. Let's go. Oh, line one. Yes, I, I swear I had something. All right, all right. We're gonna cut you off the sauce. You keep up with that. Who me? Uh, no, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. What's going on with you? Well, let's see. Um, first off, I want to say uh, thanks for having me on. Um. Uh, I came up here to college in August of last year, uh, to San Jose, and uh, since then I've actually been able to discover who I really am and, you know, things about my sexuality mm. and whatnot. But now I have to go home for the summer for three months and I have to face my parents and I'm scared because I don't know how to uh, tell them that I'm gay. Do you have to tell them right now? Uh, it would make it easier. I believe. In what way? Well, that way I wouldn't have to uh, run around and hide from them. Have you talked to peers who have uh, gone through this? Um, I've talked to a few people, but... Um, I think you need to really... Uh, I mean, why force yourself into that? I mean, you're going to be away from them, living away from them anyway. Why don't you wait until you have enough support to fall back upon in case the reaction is not what you want. Have you had contact uh, sexually with a man, Nathan? Uh, yes, I have. Has your behind been broken? Um, well, so to speak. <laughs> it has. You are so vulgar. <laughs> Finally. Hey, I, this is coming <laughs> this, from the guy who used the F word uh, 10 seconds ago. This man wears a Makita Power Tools cap. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what he's like in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, one, one thing I've done is I got the Makita cordless drill once, and I hooked up a feather duster attachment to it and uh, went at it with the young lady. Uh, she was quite amused. Uh, wow. Uh, oh, Best uh, 50 bucks I ever spent. <laughs> All right, uh, Nathan. Yes. You've had uh, butt love then? <laughs> You've been rude. I well, no, I'm, I'm doing an, I'm an informal poll because um, a lot of uh, gay uh, callers we have on this show have not engaged in uh, that act. It's an oral thing. And I'm Why are you so intrigued in uh, doing this? Did you really want to get to the bottom of this on the air? Yeah, group? I do. It could get scary. So even I'm listening. The bottom of this. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be in your bottom in uh, ten minutes. Or so. <laughs> so. Well, yes, right. I have. Oh, uh, you have. Okay. Yes. Uh, I am with Drew, but we'll uh, ask uh, the sneaker pimps. Um, here's our contention on this show, mm -hmm. or our theory. Why burden your parents or anybody, your employer? Yourself. No, 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 no. Yeah, why, they're, they're the people that are going to get hurt if they, if they don't. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why tell somebody something that they could potentially use against you if you don't need to tell them at this juncture? Because you know society does. Society, the, the, the more people who hold back from, from letting things like that be known, I think then the, the more um, people can say this doesn't happen much, only sort of weird people do this. Right. And so the more sort of people in college or in good jobs who, you know, who are gay or, or do like to do things slightly off-centre, 
And the more people actually admit that and bring that into an everyday part of life, and the more people stop seeing it as a freaky, horrible it, thing. It is true, and I do agree with you that it, from a whole societal sort of um, um, theoretical standpoint, if everyone would just come clean with everything, we would live in a more relaxed, uh, mm. accepting society. But yeah. from an individual standpoint, he's liable to come back, tell his folks, his parents are liable to cut him off or have some horrible reaction. Uh, now he's got to drop out of college yeah. and uh, well, do gay porn. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. How conservative are his yeah. parents? That's the question. Yeah. But I'm uh, guessing but they're going to react harshly or he wouldn't want to tell them. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. exactly it. Um, see you. Uh, I told him, you know, I was talking to him about my friends, and a lot of my friends are gay, and, you know, my dad gave me this conversation with, you know, you know, he was telling me how morally wrong it is, and he didn't want to, he wanted to make sure my, my friends weren't influencing me, and basically, you know. Right, but yeah, that's how they're going to look at this whole thing, is that you were converted to this. Yeah, that's well, if, no matter what you do, that's what they're going to, that's, that's their more reason to tell them and make sure that they understand yeah. that, you know, that that, that he wasn't t taken into a corner and tied up and raped by yeah, these exactly. people. He, he, Nathan, choice. there will be a time when you must have that conversation. Of course, you I, want them I to I know you for who that. you Does are. Feel like but at 19, uh, after his first year away at college, before he's developed, a real solid network of friends. Yeah. I just, I'm, I would discourage you until you really are clear in who your friends are, that you've got some good relationships that you can fall back upon for support. It, oh. This doesn't. This is probably going to be an ongoing process. I disagree entirely. I think, mm. I think you're you're kind of going along with a conservative idea of. I am not. I am not. I am totally. I am. I am. I am totally in disagreement with society's intolerance of this stuff. However. These are his parents, and this is a 19-year-old who could be hurt by this. Yeah, but yeah, but he's been hurt by it now. He's been hurt by the fact that he's got to keep that side himself away. He can't talk about his close relationships. Do you know who the most the most uh, highest incidence of completed suicide in this country is carried out by? Uh, lesbians. Of gay people. Teena teenage <laughs> homosexual like males. Exactly. In which case, they should have more confidence. And exactly. But he may be a martyr for the cause. Stupid kind of. You're being idealistic. It, if, if, if society already were where we all think yes, it should be, then of course. Not by sacrificing 19-year-olds. Hey, uh, Engineer Mike, shut everyone's mic off for just one second. <laughs> I'm going to talk to Engineer Mike. You idiot. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, uh, Mike. Uh, I want you to. I want to take this. Uh, uh, Drew's uh, full of uh, piss and vinegar tonight, uh, and he's in rare form because he usually is uh, napping, and I have to poke him with a stick in order to get him to interact with the guest. Uh, you guys have uh, somehow uh, uh, brought out the uh, fire and brimstone that lies deep within Drew. This guy's an asshole. All right, please, Drew. Blue, keep the mic off, Engineer Mike. Here's what I'm saying. Uh, it just uh, get some of this stuff on a cart so I can have fun with You're it. You're fat. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> later on. All right? All right. Now we can uh, continue the, de the debate. We got uh, a turn. All right. <laughs> what, does Nathan, what does Nathan think? Let's hear his point of view. Uh, Nathan. Yes. All right. Well, what do you, uh, what do you think? Well, see, I, I, I really wanted to tell him so that uh, the fact was when I went back down there, I wouldn't have to, uh, you know, run around because I do enjoy not just the sexual company of men, but just all the company of men, you know. Let me ask you a real honest question, Nathan. Yes. Uh, you you sort of admit that your parents are a little bit uptight and a little bit oppressive. Yes. And they uh, they were that when you were growing up. Just I, a little. Is there a little of this that's a bit of an fu to pops? Oh no, not at all. No. Uh, actually, I was I had even a hard time admitting it to myself, you know. Right, but is there a part of you that kind of wants to say? Uh, listen, uh, your worst nightmare, and here it is, F you. 
You know what I mean? Just a little vengeance here. There could be, but I haven't actually, you know, I've never considered it a reason why I was gay. Not, not a reason, not why, a reason you're why you're gay, but a reason why you want to tell them. Oh. Because um, that's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing, and that's not a great reason to tell them. No, because I'm you not know your dad them. is going to flip a lid. His oh, toupee is going to come flying off and stick to the ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know they're going to freak out. Right, and that that's what I'm saying. And and listen, I'm trying to make some. I'm, try, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to be like uh, uh, like uh, uh, Billy Carter. Uh, or, uh, uh, I'm trying to be like Kissinger here between uh, Drew and the guests. And I, I'll I'll agree with I'll agree with both of you, which is with. Yeah, you know, we you guys have your own forum over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have to have a radio talk off the air again. All right, uh, here's here's what I want to say. Uh, yes, I I do agree with the ban uh, to the extent that uh, people should not uh, cower in the shadows of uh, the judgment uh, that others cast upon them. On the other hand, I agree with Drew in the sense that. Uh, his parents, uh, he admitted, admitted, are very uptight and are going to have a harsh reaction. And he needs them uh, right now uh, because he's away and he is relying on them. And he may get cut off. Perhaps it's time for him now, though, in his mind, to be an adult with them as adults and say, look, I do need you, but I need you to know me. And perhaps yeah. it would do him much better for himself and his self-esteem to know that at least he explains to them who he actually was. And if they do flip out and all that, well then, at least he'll know in his head that he's doing something that he, he had the guts to admit to them he was doing, and he it, believes to be right. It may be better for him, but practically he may have to drop out of college if his dad disowns to, him. To and I would wait him. another two or three years That's to graduation. Isn't and that prostitution of your morals just to get through? No, listen, yeah. you do well, you drugs, you, 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 you masturbated, you, you know, listen. I oh, think God, not on your show, I don't. What are you talking oh, really? about? I, I thought I'd tell you. I don't do drugs. Here's the point. We all do did things uh, that we were we all did things in high school or college or what have you that we didn't tell our folks about yeah because they would have freaked you're not out talking about some kind of little bit of joint smoking we're talking about a, someone's a lifestyle kind of decision about one who's I want to love someone's sexuality all right but uh, I'm saying you guys are taking a moral high ground here I'm, yeah I'm not Chris I'm not Chris let's start our own no, band entirely Right. But the idea that, that the kind of okay, everyone's homosexual. Uh, sorry, everyone's heterosexual, <laughs> and uh, homosexuality is somehow a, a kind of fringe idea. Which right, and and true. and uh, yeah, you know, know that, that. that is kind of difficult, like, and you should, you should edge it in. I, I, that's rubbish. You shouldn't edge it in at all. You should just say what you want. It doesn't have to say at this point. All right, but it's uh, here's what here's what I would like. You say, oh, I'm going to wait for you. For you, come out. Here's he may he may he may also be withholding what his career choices are for a couple years. All right, we have to we have to go to break. I would I would end it I would end it with this. I. I worked with a bunch of born-again uh, Christians. Bone-again Christians. Bone-again Christians. <laughs> Bone-again oh, Christians. These guys carried Bibles with them when I was working construction. Uh, it was eight of them and me. I'm a devout atheist. 
You had anti-cross? But I didn't, and, and, and I feel fairly strongly about my disbeliefs. <laughs> but the point is, is all right, now we'll let Liam in the band, Chris, all right? When we form our, no, okay. But the point is, is I had to show up and work with these people every day, and I didn't get up there and say, I'm an atheist, I'm an atheist, because it would have been hell on me to deal with these people. I didn't go to prayer meetings with them, and I didn't uh, kiss their butt or denounce uh, my beliefs or disbeliefs. But I certainly didn't uh, go and broadcast it because it would have been a horrible environment for me then. Uh, then when I got out of that environment, I hung out with my atheist friends, and yeah, we made yeah. fun of God. But your mom and dad aren't going to All right, we got to go to break. Uh, <laughs> more fun with the sneaker pips <laughs> after this. <laughs> yeah, Film Vault. Best time of the year for movies, Brian. It is. We're in it. We are in it. We got you covered. We're seeing them all a lot of times before they come out. We're knee deep, nay, waist deep, nay, neck deep in great movies. Right. What? Why would you say that? Why? Like that. What? I'm trying to give a visual approximation of how many movies we are we are in right now. Every week we're covering movies that are in theaters that you should be seeing. We're talking about movies that are streaming. We're talking about movies that are worthy of sending away for. We got you covered. As well as doing a top five every single week. Yeah. So there's a new, old, classic, everything you possibly want out of movies right here on the Film Vault. That's why they call it the Film Vault. Yeah, it's a vault of film. On Podcast Wood. That's O-N-E. Hi, this is Juan Cucurula. And I'm Simon LeBron from Duran Duran. You're listening to Love Lines with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. All right. Uh, we're here with uh, Chris, Liam, and uh, Kelly, all from the uh, Sneaker Pimps on a uh, uh, an interesting Love Line uh, show. Uh, Drew, is uh, dander has uh, gone up, which is uh, very rare no. that you get a chance to see us dander. Uh, Liam and Drew have been uh, locking antlers like a couple of um, you know male uh, longhorned uh, sheep uh, deciding uh, who's thing, isn't it? Uh, it's fun <laughs> I have a good time and uh, this is uh, what this show is about uh, good uh, healthy debate on topics and uh, the people listening can uh, decide uh, which angle they want to go with alright uh, but I'll tell you what why don't we uh, change gears here and uh, get back to the music a little bit uh, Becoming X is the uh, name of the Sneaker Pimps uh, debut CD and because they've been such uh, fun and lively guests uh, tonight we are going to uh, play another song uh, off of that CD uh, this one is called uh, what the hell is it? Spin, spin, Can you read? Yeah, spin, spin, <laughs> well look I mean, please would you look at this <laughs> Uh, there's a junk all over this CD. Uh, the, the le- it's uh, written in Hungarian, I think, and the lettering is uh, the size of the end of a pin. All right. Uh, so this one is called uh, Spin Spin Sugar. Spin Sugar from uh, the Sneaker Pimps off of uh, Becoming X, uh, which is uh, their, uh, I shouldn't say latest CD. It's their only CD as far it's as... Uh, first CD. First CD. Album. Yeah, album. First, uh, album uh, <laughs> even though um, it comes in a CD form. Uh, and the first of many, uh, I'm sure. 
you want to guys uh, want to talk about uh, the uh, Saint soundtrack no. uh, for a moment? <laughs> yeah, sure. Good, the soundtrack's great. Yeah. 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 Was it uh, was it cool to be on that? I mean, were you yeah. uh, surprised, uh, flattered, excited, disappointed? Um, uh, what were yeah. you? All of those. All of those. At the same time. Yeah. I'm disappointed. Yes. Um, we went to the premiere as well. It was <coughs> a very interesting experience, and then saw the film and laughed. W- I didn't see the film. Was uh, Six Underground uh, in it, or was oh. it just all? Oh, it's yeah. very much so. In, oh. in the love Slap scene, in the middle. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool because a lot of times people are on the soundtrack, but they hear the tail oh, no, end of the song no. during the credits or Everything. something yeah. like that. This yeah. is the, the whole most look. important bit where where Val and uh, Elizabeth Shue got it. Got get it on. on. Oh, yeah. really? Mm. And uh, which is bizarre tune to get on with, but. <clears throat> Well, at least they, uh, they did the biz. Some people find they it did sexy. the biz. I don't know. And um, how did that come about? Well, I'm doing the biz. Uh, attraction? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your folks are glad you're out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, they are. They're related. She they throw parties second in your life. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, did did, did uh, who heard the song? And uh, Frank uh, Kilmer and the director's daughter, mm, uh, Troyce. Really? His his daughter. Heard the tune and Valkyma liked the tune, and somehow, as a kind of bizarre kind of thing, they all liked it, and and we uh, got commissioned to do the, the you know that that tune. So commissioned. Well, it was already done. Well, you'd already, already done, done, done the. <laughs> did you do a version of it, or? No, no it was just they just. No, they just asked us if they could use well, it. We suggested. That's kind of cool. Yeah, the director's yeah. really nice. Do you make uh, do you make good money from that? I don't know. Oh yeah. Have we we seen any? Well, seen well we haven't even been back to England since that. So it's probably a huge sack of gold waiting for you upon probably your return. Probably not. The way yeah, things work in the The government has probably taken 85, 90% of yeah. it by now. <laughs> <laughs> Diana, 19. Hello, sneaker pants. Yeah, Hello, Diana. Hello, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a huge fan of yours. Thank you. Um, oh. I saw you guys play last Saturday. Oh, in LA? Yeah, and oh. guys kicked Ah, oh. thank you. <laughs> so short. Why was I know. It so I know. I know. I know. Well, she, she can't really. Very lazy. Bigger. Very lazy. Yeah, that's what it's. Um, Kelly, girl, you're so awesome. I love your voice. Thank you. Thank and you very much. And Liam and Chris, you guys are drop dead gorgeous. Mm. Oh, <laughs> don't tell them that for God's sake. I can't believe you're peeing. Well, where were your seats, Diana? Because I was, uh, like, right up in front. Uh, of oh, okay. and I'm just playing. Uh, I kid. That's you my job. <laughs> were you one of the girls touching my feet? No, no I that was LA. Oh, okay. LA. Um, Liam's feet. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I didn't actually feel it, but that's quite nice of you to say that. Um, I was wondering, Liam and Chris, I know you guys write most of the songs. I was uh-huh. wondering how we you guys came yeah. up with the lyrics, because they're so great. I mean, you know. I don't know. Yours are being obsessed and I'm not being obsessed. <laughs> no, they were obsessed and depressed. That's <laughs> 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 the answer. I mean, Liam, was your breakup with Chris's... Um, sister, that harsh that you. <laughs> hey, that was a good one. Very, very. Oh, nice. well oh, picked up on. Wow. A lot of insight for well, nineteen years. Oh my! I have to say, I admit that yes, yeah, some some of the sentiments from the album have actually come from the split of uh, of me and and uh, oh, really? Chris's sister. But of course, yeah. I wouldn't like to make a theme at all. All right, but it's only natural uh, to write about whatever you're experiencing. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like having a. Sh- <laughs> oh, that's one of the words you're not supposed to say, isn't it? Yeah, there's uh, the S word and the uh, F word, as we like to call it. So we've it. had both of those tonight. I, I know. And and it, some more, it's thoroughly, I, 
I, I, I do not condemn you for using these words, Liam, um, for, uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one is you're drunk, but uh, the two is uh, I know it's confusing because we live in this society where we can sit here and debate over uh, the vagina for 20 minutes. That's the only other one you can't use besides the S word. In the F word. But uh, the point is... the button thing that we're not on air. I what? Did you see me move? I thought you were pressing buttons. Kind of, no. Oh, I don't know how this stuff works. Uh, the point is, is this: you have a, a very graphic argument about uh, very uh, graphic subjects, but if you use uh, the right word to describe the subject, uh, that has to be dumped out and can't go over the air, mm. which is a bizarre ritual. Uh, but yet, uh, these are the this is the society we live in. And now, in England, is it this way? Uh, no. Not really. Not quite. Not quite as not, obsessive. Not really. The thing with England is I think you have a, a very kind of <coughs> even distribution of, of ethics and uh, people don't cheat people often and uh, things are fairly kind of uh, balanced. Can you hear profanity uh, over the radio, for instance? Yes. Yeah. You can. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so after, sure. after obviously like, not. Or Except for yeah, when they're so talking so about gardening, there's not much yeah. cause yeah. for the <laughs> F word. <laughs> yeah, there is a watershed at 9.30, and you can say F and C. And you take the effing bulbs and you plant them. <laughs> Those C's. Uh, but, All right. but, but, but at least in England, you know, you kind of have a distribution of, of, of ethics. Whereas well, it's in America, a hierarchy of, of swear America, words as it's well. Like, it's like, like you can shoot the F out of people. Right. And, uh, I mean, like, just now, we, we, you know, we, we kind of drive around L.A. and, like, people are being shot and stuff. Right. And you can't say F or C or smoke pot. Yeah, it's... And it's like, uh, it's like uh, in England, you, you can do all those things, but you can't shoot people. And I'd rather live well, in I mean, it's not like you can't shoot people here. <laughs> it's not like you people can just do shoot, shoot people. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, hey, uh, let me just say this. If you do shoot someone and you're caught, you will do six months in prison here. Uh, let me say that. We do not yeah. condone this. But, yes, you will do, if you're selling peyote to Grateful Dead concerts, you'll be in for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah. That's the beauty of this society. Oh, Stop doing that, then, really, kids. really bizarre. Uh, uh, absolutely. I, uh, I, and we talk about that uh, 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 hypocrisy yeah. on, a, on a nightly basis here on Loveline. All right, we have to go to uh, another break. Uh, we will be back. Uh, Drew, sell the hell out of the next call so people know you're here. All right, Stephanie wants to introduce her. Uh, Drew, a broken shell of a radio broadcaster. <laughs> Drew, we've got a call in now, I'm afraid. Wants to introduce. can't get it up. No handle. Her girlfriend to her mom. Ah, all right. Back uh, to that issue again. All right, this should be good. All of my most hey, what's up, everybody? It's Eddie Trunk inviting you to download the Eddie Trunk podcast at podcastone.com. Going to have some fun each and every week. Mixed bag of a lot of things. Interviews with some of your favorite artists. Maybe talk to some of the behind-the-scenes people. Get into some commentary. Answer some of your email. We'll have some uh, some good fun, so don't miss it. The Eddie Trunk Podcast every Thursday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Sorry. Use this here. Uh, we picked quite an evening. Ah, there it is. Hold on. My, my mic's working now. All right. Uh, hold on. All right. Drew, you use my mic because you don't need a mic. 
All right, this is horrible now. Hold on, let me try this one more time. Uh, test one, two, hold on, test one, two. <laughs> oh, the gods are uh, mocking us tonight. Wait a minute. Are you missing something? I know, I'll try this one. All right. Um, <clears throat> all right. Look at the bottom of your mic. You're missing something. I'm missing pieces from the mic? All right, there's uh, a very ironic uh, that tonight was the night that uh, Engineer Mike told me to stop a railing oh, on uh, Westwood right One. All right, now Mike's having a fit over here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's all just relax for just one moment. Uh, can't we all just get along? All right, here's what's uh, here, here's the latest uh, predicament here. The sneaker pimps are here tonight. My uh, new favorite band, by the way. Oh. I enjoy the sneaker pimps. Uh, they come in here. They're uh, lively. Now, uh, Liam has... Uh, <laughs> He's smashing up the room. Uh, Engineer Mike uh, had a puss on uh, today when I came in, and uh, things, have, uh, things have gone from uh, bad to worse. Okay. <laughs> Here's what's going on. Uh, uh, Liam has uh, had a few glasses of red wine. Uh, we had an interesting debate earlier on in the uh, evening um, involving uh, marijuana and whatnot. Um, all basically uh, in good fun. Yeah. Uh, Liam has uh, become uh, a, a, a monster. Yeah, well, listen, I don't want to say anything bad about the guy. He's, he's a great guy, I'm sure. But yeah. he's he's become a uh, a little upset over the uh, pretty... I, I can't think with Engineer Mike hovering over my head. There's six foot of cord here. He's more wow. The point is, is uh, Chris and Liam were arguing during the uh, break. Uh, Liam got up and um, has uh, left the studio. And I'm not sure where uh, Liam is at this point, but that's all right. We have uh, Chris and Kelly here from uh, the sneaker uh, pimps. All right. And Drew has no mic, but... Uh, that's so why I like it. Probably, uh, right? <laughs> and it, if his mic had uh, crapped out a half hour ago, maybe Liam would still be here. Maybe right. so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, God. All right. Uh, now, it was a good one. It lasted, Chris. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Let's, let's See you. Uh, you now, Cal. Oh, no. <laughs> I left you with these guys for five minutes. Uh, it wasn't me, was it? Uh, Tess, one, two. All right. Now well, my mic's on. Five Thank minutes you, after I, I left. Four minutes. I left the studio for four minutes. I come back and there's practically fist fight going on in here. <laughs> uh, listen, I uh, just sat here like a uh like what a did you say what did you do i uh i didn't do anything i didn't fan the flames at all it was uh, chris and uh, liam were uh, having a uh, bit of a philosophical discussion <laughs> that escalated into uh into uh, a shouting match that's all all right, but Li <laughs> Liam, uh, Where Liam, are is, you, Liam, yeah, make sure he's uh, not. Uh, he's probably out defecating on my car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right, uh, go talk to Liam and uh, get him back in here. We need to settle this. Uh, <laughs> there, there, anyway. Should we go to the phone uh, calls? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Although, I, do you really want to take this one without Liam here? It won't be quite as fun. Yeah, get Liam back. Tell him we got to go. Brett, go get Liam. Uh, Come on, this is good radio. He's a, a <laughs> drunken English guy in the parking lot. Okay, Lisa went and got him. Good. All right, because we have a call that's going to be good uh, for him. Uh, Jason, 14. Hi. Um, hmm. um, uh, we have two sneakers here, but we're missing the pimp. <laughs> hey, Adam, you're great, man. Thank you. Screw everyone who says you're uh, you suck and everything. You're just really is it that many people? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was only a handful of troublemakers. You can't screw everyone that says I. I'm never finished. I'll get crabs. <laughs> Jason, what's going on? Um, I cheated on. I went to a camp and I cheated on my girlfriend. Mm. And I don't. And she found out before I could tell her. 
and she and I feel really bad. Uh, were you going to tell her, or did she just find out? No, I was going to tell her. Uh -huh. I was about to, and then she told me. Uh, how long had it been between the time that you cheated and the time she, uh, you were going to tell her? It had been about three days. Uh huh. How did she find out so quickly? Um, I don't know. Someone at school must have told her. Mm -hmm. And you're 14? Yeah. And how much cheating was going on at um, 14? Well, I slept with uh, someone at camp. Really? How long have you been seeing this girl? Um, the one I'm going out with? Yeah. Um, I've seen her for about eight months. Did you use something first off, the most important thing? Did you use a condom? Yeah, definitely. Cool. I okay. did. Um, Good for you. Good for you, man. <laughs> You're a saint. Uh. <laughs> you should be canonized. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, now she's uh, not talking to you? No. Good. <laughs> yes, uh, there are consequences to screwing yes, around on your girlfriend, gents. Yeah, Chris uh, knows them all. <laughs> I know them all. I've been through it all. Believe me. No, but I feel really bad, and I've just I've tried to kill myself twice now. Oh, really? Oh. What have yeah. you done? What have you done? Um, I tried jumping off something at a nearby park. Mm -hmm. Swings don't do it. It's got to be higher than that. Yeah, get it up to the slide. <laughs> and I tried hanging myself. And are people aware that you've done this? Um, only my best friend. And okay. is this all over her? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying, Jason? Yeah. I understand you being upset. I understand uh, that she's important to you. Mm -hmm. uh, but the fact that you went out with her for yeah. eight months and screwed around with her, uh, you know, first time you got outdoors with another woman, says that maybe she wasn't quite as important as you're making her out to Why be. Why are losses so profoundly impactful on you? Um, I don't know. What happened in your past? Um, well, my dad was a major drug use, okay. and he wasn't really around, and he isn't, and the only role model I have is my uncle. All right, and, and when he was around, what was your dad like? Well, when he was around, he, he I mean, he got a, he, my mom got divorced because he got sick of him lying, yeah. and so, so like, when he got a new girlfriend, he just sort of turned into what he, he thought she would like. All right, so let me uh, let me venture to make a little hypothesis on your behalf here, Jason. Mm -hmm. uh, you you come from a pretty screwed up environment. You yeah. got yourself into a uh, good, strong relationship, and because you don't know what it's like to be in a good, healthy relationship, you went out and sabotaged it by cheating. Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah. All right. Well, you're you're you sound like a fairly intelligent guy, especially uh, for 14. Have you been depressed before this happened? Um. Well, mainly because my big brother left when he was 16 and sued me for physical abuse. Sued sued you for physical abuse. Sued me for physical abuse. All right. So it's a real chaotic and violent. The biggest impact on my little brothers and. Uh, Liam suing Dr. Drew, uh, coincidentally, for verbal <laughs> abuse. He's <laughs> uh, uh, sitting in a lawyer's office right now. Chris but, is uh, being Jason, into the have, suit. Have you, had, have you had any psychiatric care in the past? Um, no. All right. It, it, it's time to get some help, really. I mean, your, your life is in jeopardy. It sounds like you've had some pretty serious planning and attempts at harming yourself. And it, it's not about this girl. I mean, whatever has happened as a result of losing this girl has sort of cracked open all the other stuff that's waiting to, to come out, and it's unmanageable, and you're becoming pr really depressed. I, I would like to talk to Jason off the air a little bit. Somebody see if yeah. I can get him some Stop help. trying to kill yourself, though, because it's going to make things much worse for you. Well, 14-year-olds think they have a magical way of thinking that um, 
that they're, it's sort of a sense that they're going to be on the other side of something when they kill oh, themselves. Oh, well, no, I was 14. Yeah. 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 I used to pretend to, to yeah, try and kill myself, but I never really wanted to kill myself. But in just thinking that I did, I made things a lot worse. But I suspect you came from a less traumatic background. Than this. You suspect wrong, my friend. But oh, really? <laughs> but uh, I'm not talking about me anyway. I just think you should stop sort of Hold on. thinking oh, that way. What are you guys doing tomorrow night? Uh, uh, do you want to come out to a street joint with us? I really would. Uh, what are you doing? we got to get the sneaker pimps uh, back on the show for like uh, part <laughs> two because uh, there's the whole Liam incident. To, that we have to sort through. We got to get into Kelly's uh, past. We've got to go and find him and see if he needs a fight or something. Is that the P word? Chris and I have to uh, rehearse because we're, we're starting our own. Yeah. We got our own side project going Obviously. now. Well, we but, got your your royal bag. But but somebody like Jason. Uh, All right, you'll talk. Oh, could could uh, I mean his life is in jeopardy. And you will talk to him off the air, Stephanie. Uh, you're 19, and we have about uh, 45 seconds for you. 45 seconds. I'm sorry, but uh, we got ourselves trapped here. Uh, get, come on, get Liam in here to uh, talk about this. Now, you uh, want to introduce your girlfriend to your mom. Well, she's, like, on my back about it. it. And she doesn't know you're gay? My mother, no. No, but she's going to find out. Yeah. But your girlfriend's the one insisting upon this. Yeah. Or prove, prove how much you love me. Yeah. Right. Uh, and you don't want to do it? Well, I'm not sure. My mother is very, a very conservative woman. All right, here's the deal, uh, Stephanie. Uh, thank God I'm such a sage that I can offer up uh, fantastic advice wow. in uh, under 20 seconds. Uh, this is no different than anything else. Uh, if she is forcing you, uh, the girlfriend, to do something that you're not comfortable with, uh, thinking it's going to prove your love, it ultimately is going to make you resent your girlfriend for uh, making you feel uncomfortable. It is the same uh, argument I use when guys are constantly hounding uh, their women for sex. Uh, yes, you may get sex one night when she's tired of arguing with you. The next morning, yeah, she's going to... cucumber up your ass. <laughs> You're going to have a cucumber up your ass. More on part two. Meanwhile, as the faceless evil closes in on the hapless sleeping populace across town in a shanty one-bedroom, an old woman feeds her parakeet. Come on, Chirpy, have some cheese. You love cheese. Since when are you afraid of cheese? Love line will be right back. We gotta turn snacking into a f and smoke. <laughs> All right, yeah, everyone's shooting attitude around here. Not just you and me now. You've cleared the studio, Adam. What did you do? To, it's a full moon. What did you do? <laughs> I just, uh, just got shots some attitude from uh, the sneaker pimp's uh, record rap. I couldn't remember her name. I, uh, go get Chris and Kelly. I said, she said "You talking to me? <laughs> I got a name." All right, Kelly, come on, come in here. Say bye to uh, America, please. Oh, okay then. Uh, well, see you uh, later then. Did you skip to the loo? I did. You bet. I did all glorious way. Yeah. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, Chris is uh, out there trying to... Have we found Liam? You found Liam? No, I don't... Uh, no, have we? No, <laughs> I think he's uh, been gone down by some madman. It's mom. funny. I said, have we found Liam? And you're thinking of the <laughs> Queen saying, like, we are not amused. Yeah. 
No, we, uh, meaning us, uh, no. Darling, yes. Haven't, no. no. Okay. No. Uh, we hope uh, that he's uh, safe. Yeah, uh, he's otherwise, uh, we're going to need to get someone else to play the keyboards in the band. Yeah, any, any offers. All right, hey, listen, uh, please, enjoy uh, the uh, Sneaker Pimp's uh, current uh, CD, Becoming X. It may be their last. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> of you, luck. This is the undoing of the band. Uh, go out and get it. Uh, they're great and uh, great fun, too. And um, the uh, we leave you an open invitation. Thanks a lot. Uh, you may uh, come back anytime. Uh, right. It was the fastest two hours uh, in radio, and uh, <laughs> there's so much. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. Mike, true car is changing car buying forever. Yeah, it's making it true. Well, it's a true car. Helps car buyers get rid of the fear they might overpay. Just in the first six months this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And True Car users save an average, average $3,221 off MSRP. That's, that's good money. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three very easy steps. First... Go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And third, it's very simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the TrueCar mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.